Eddie, do you want to cover your ears? <laughs> or do you care if it's spoiled? With the villain? Yeah. Okay. He's from, like, comics and stuff. Oh, okay. He looks goofy. It's goofy? <laughs> it's goof. <laughs> <laughs> it's goof and Max, Max goof. Max goof is dad. Other villains are the Double Justice trouble. <laughs> Things are gonna get good. <laughs> So you're proud of that? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna say you shouldn't be. Oh, dude, I hate that so much. Carlos loves the hot dog. You hate the hot dog. Hot it's dog. a dumb. The it's hot a dog dumb. It's a dumb. Like this or like this. Probably the first one. Did you remember the dog? <laughs> Let meme? me see. I remember the dog meme. I hate the dog meme. I mean, yeah, the buns aren't a part of him. Is it, is it like a jacket? Like is it like yeah, a vest that's what that I he think. just wears? Yeah. Hot dog bun? Yeah. yeah. Know, like his ask. bun is like a puffer yeah. vest. He's like a fancy boy. <laughs> let's ask a hot dog. Ask a hot dog. This My new website. Ask a hot dog. Ask a hot dog. Com. That's what Snapchat should do. They should do like a Ask a hot dog? Yeah. No. And then they should just answer like an FAQ about him. Hey Reddit, my name's Hot Dog. I'm yeah. Right ask me anything. <laughs> ask me almost anything. <laughs> ask me almost anything. I heard his name is Frank. Frank? Oh, yeah. Hot dog has a God. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. Man. I get it. Yo, that, uh, that <laughs> video of uh, Jesse Pino doing the Harry Carey. Oh, dude, it's so good. So funny. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. <laughs> dude, we were doing that at practice, because, like, there's this video where, like, somebody edited in uh, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey impression yeah. to Hey Ho, yeah. that song. And so it's, like, the, the normal song, and I was like, Hey! <laughs> it's just so bad. So like, we started hey, doing it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was God. great. And so, like, every time there's a hey or a ho, it's like, hey! <laughs> it's just so, so oh, good. So and they use funny. different ones. Like, it's not the same one every time. So it's like. <laughs> Is this on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Excellent. I'm gonna Do you want me Actually, to pull it up? I might be able to find it in the media. Alright, well, I'm gonna go bring this in. <laughs> Welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess and talk that's it. I'm Eddie, and across from me, as always, is Jody. Oh, please link that. Please link that. so much. It is surprisingly like a little amount of views. Really? It's from 2013. It only has 60,000 views. Let's link it and get it. I bet like a thousand it. of those are just us at band practice. Like we watched it so many times. Hey! <laughs> and then we just quote it all the time too. Like we just like look at each other and be like, hi! <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I think Will Ferrell's like one of the most hilarious human beings alive. Dude. But a lot of people don't agree and it actually kind of surprises me. Which he's is so polarizing. Goofy. I just think they're, I, I think people think that he's annoying. But I'm like, Dude, that's so funny. Like, his, you like the annoying? I love it. Yeah, um, I read it somewhere that uh, Saturday Night Live, like, we're so desperate to keep him. Like, they, he was one of the highest paid SNL actors of all time um, because he was just so good. And, How long was he on? Uh, I don't know how many seasons, but he was on for quite a long run. I mean, most of the memorable mm-hmm. skits star him, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, Check. he's got so many, like, legendary skits that, like, people, <laughs> like, quote all the time and things like that. Like, the Harry Carey one was one. And then the, the cowbell one. That's like the you most know, like, like, recognizable SNL skit of all time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just look at him. 
Yeah. He looks so good. He looks like Chad Smith. He joined in 1995. Comedy and all that, like the fact that he can keep a straight face while telling some mm-hmm. of the dumbest stuff he says mm-hmm. is just like a skill in its own self. Like, oh my god, the hot dog, uh, the hot dog, the hot, dog. Hot, hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> skin, yeah, and he's like my Dave. lover. <laughs> Dave, Dave, David. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon just like crack. But Jimmy Fallon, I think, breaks character like he's the oh, worst. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so I think when they break character, it makes it way funnier. Yeah, yeah. But if he does does it every single sketch, mm-hmm. sketch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. My brain couldn't process those words. <laughs> it's like when Chris D'Elia laughs at his own jokes. Yeah. Dude, yeah, because he knows it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. I find it more genuine and, like, charming, though. Yeah. Like, he still finds it funny. Yeah, like, he's not like, oh my god, I'm so funny. It's... Yeah. Like, I think this is funny and I want to tell yeah. other people some dumb, funny jokes. Yeah. What color are you this week? Persian plum. Persian plum? <laughs> That's, uh... Quite the color. Do you have a color? I don't, but... Yeah, uh, okay. Oh, but wait, look at this. I'm, uh... Clear. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> so, never been done? I don't think it's been done. I don't think so. Cool. Oh, wow. Excellent. No. Well, clear goes first, because it's nothing. <laughs> um, but last week, the score was 75 to 82 to 4. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> we, uh... I'm, I'm gonna edit this little clip and put it in the beginning, so if you're hearing this now, this is a little mess up... <laughs> Uh, now that we're starting the episode, quote unquote, um, want to introduce uh, a new, brand new guest, Louise. Louise. Hey. Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, first time on Chess Talk. Um, really quick, Cody, do you want to ask the usual questions that you ask our brand new guest? Who are you and what do you do? Oh, okay. <laughs> Straight to the um. point. I was like, what do I ask? Uh, well, my name is Louise. Um, what do I do as far as work or in well, life yeah, or in general? Okay. Yeah. That, that um, is just for you to yeah. Well, I interpret. play bass for Jesse Pino and the Vital Signs. Um, I book at Jackpot Bar and Grill. I work at Rag and Bone, which is a clothing store. <laughs> that um, sounds like so Italian. Rag and Bone. <laughs> it's actually um, a European brand. All right, the cool. owners so came over from, from Britain and uh, came to New York and it started like a clothing brand. Clothing store would be in like one of those nice hotels on the strip. <laughs> it's it is a high end uh, like <clears throat> retailer, but we're in the outlet mall for right uh, now. We only have an outlet in Vegas. Uh, the um, North outlet. Yes. Yeah. I'm the operations supervisor there. Ooh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do some stuff. Um, I also went to high school with these two cool cats, Ed mm-hmm. and Cody. So that's how I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and because you know, I know you have a big uh, insight in like music and everything like that. I know you're a big Game of Thrones fan. So while we're talking about Game of Thrones this season, um, because it is on, we're like well, let's have some uh, different people on, mm-hmm. get some more input. Um, when you say you book for uh, Jackpot Bargo, uh, you're booking promoter, correct? Yes. For local yeah. musicians here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, so what's that like? Oh, it's fun. Um, it's uh, it's kind of stressful sometimes because, mm-hmm. like, you know, anybody who works with bands knows yeah. that they're not the most organized bunch sometimes. Definitely. So, like, getting any sort of answer from bands is usually, like, the most stressful part. Yeah, but, like, back out. yeah, exactly. And then having them, like, cancel or whatever. But um, I absolutely love it. I love the community <clears throat> here. I think it's a great place to, to be friends with everybody and, like, get to see everybody and, and, you know, support their band in the best way I know how, which is to book them. Um, so, I don't know. I like giving people opportunities and, and stuff like that. So I like seeing them do what they do. Well, we love opportunities. That's awesome. 
Very cool, very cool. Um, what do you hope to like go with that? Do you want to like be like a big time booking promoter, or like uh, do other cities, or I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, that's the best totally answer okay. I have for that right now. That's perfect. Um, no, I, it's fun and everything like that. I just I haven't <clears throat> uh, had a whole lot of opportunities to break into venues and stuff like that. Break in as in as a promoter, not break in <laughs> to <I>, steal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I'm getting handed like more things here and there, and like I'm, yeah. you know, kind of like feeling things out as far as like booking at other bars and things yeah. like that. But it just hasn't happened yet. So mm-hmm. um, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be the next Pulsar once he, Yo, you know, he's big. He he's retires big, or whatever. But I'm I'm just kidding. I love Pulsar. He does great work. So <laughs> I'm not no shade there at all. Just <laughs> he's been booking for a long time. Dude. He dude, booked yeah. uh, one of my band's first shows too at uh, what was it called? Meatheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bar, and like they they video feed like your performance, you know, onto the interwebs and tell your friends. A lot of my friends weren't 21 because I wasn't 21 at the time, so you know, just like text like echo the flip site at 9 p.m. See my band play. (laughs) That's very cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's been booking me since I was like 12. Like he and Brian Saliba and Ju King, like they've all been like doing Mm -hmm. the thing since I can even remember like first going to shows. Yeah. So it's like it's really cool to kind of like be working side by side with them on yeah. some things. Like get the ends and all that. Yeah, like every so often we'll like hit each other up and be like, I need a band for this thing, like can you help out? And it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a really cool relationship that yeah. is there. So. Very, very uh, helpful, not more like against each Absolutely, other. Absolutely. Yeah. each other out. Oh. Yeah. And Brian is like the raddest dude <clears throat> ever. I love Brian so mm-hmm. much, Brian Saliba. He's just fantastic human. Yeah. Like, and he's just like supportive and knows his stuff and he just doesn't he doesn't take anybody's shit, and I, I really like that. <laughs> Has there been any, like, moments or, like, uh, certain people that you met booking, like, through booking, like, certain bands, like, from out of the state or whatnot, that you booked here, like, any, like, crazy stories or, like, crazy people that you met or just nice, genuine, like, noteworthy people, bands? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> like there, there are a ton of really, really cool people that I've been able to meet and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I've booked uh, In Her Own Words, and I um, helped book Have Mercy, um, okay. Yeah. And like they're yeah. super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like I locally, I I met Damaris actually from an open mic, mm. and she's like been one of my favorite artists to book because she's always just like first person to be like, yes, I'll be there. Yes, yeah, I will yeah. do it. And then she's like super nice, super like <laughs> super put together. Like she's mm-hmm. just a very wholesome person and artist to book. And yeah, um, like I book you all the time for the same reason. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and like we go way <laughs> back. You. So I'm always <laughs> like, uh, Eddie, I'll put yeah, Eddie yeah. on the show. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing anything short. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, I'll make it work. I promise. Yeah, like, you know, so. dude, I, uh, <laughs> I've had to like reschedule. I feel so bad too. Like I've had to re- and this is not music related at all, but just in the topic of rescheduling but um i've had to i have a trainer at the gym that i meet with it like once a week just to, you know check up on and uh, i've had to reschedule like three times already and i might have to reschedule one more time gosh and i feel so bad i'm like god dang it like, you're like this isn't me i promise like, Trust me, bro, i'm sorry i'll pay you double for this week whatever just <laughs> forgive me <laughs> i felt so bad um yeah no that's really cool and like cat calling is another one that she's cat just really absolutely cool. like great to work mm-hmm. with and she's like She's always so supportive of me and, and everything yeah. I need and do and whatever. Do you like mostly I can always... book locally or? Um, yeah, for the most part. I, ever so often I get like a nice touring package that comes through and I can be like, oh yeah, cool. But um, <laughs> I just started booking a jackpot, which is more open than my uh, last opportunities to book. So I usually only booked, um, like, two days uh, every month. So yeah. it was really hard to get those touring acts to sync up mm-hmm. on the single day that I had to book or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, so I have a lot more opportunities in that regard now, which is really cool. So I haven't been able to do it yet, but <laughs> I, I keep on reaching out and being like, I see that you're on tour. What day are you, you come to Vegas? You know, like, can you fit us in? Can you do this? So like, I'm in talks, but it just hasn't happened. I, um, what was I going to say? Um, you used to tour a lot too with your old band, uh, Camosa. Yeah. Rad stuff. Rad stuff. <laughs> we actually oh, talked about that earlier on the yeah, whole Carlos thing. Oh, <laughs> because he was on tour with them. Yeah. Yeah, How he was, was our merch guy. That's so cool. Um, well, Carlos, like, I, I love Carlos, but I also love to pick on Carlos. Um, He's so, so easy to pick on. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know we love him. Um, so, sensitive. so, like, you know, it, there, I remember there was one night in particular that, like, I guess we had just been, like, really, really just going hard on the Carlos train, but, you know? <laughs> sounds so gross. <laughs> No wonder he's scared of you. Yeah, God. Uh, but, <laughs> just kidding. That's weird. Uh, but <laughs> we've just been All picking on him a lot. the Carlos train. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so he got mad. He was, like, sitting in the van. He was, like, kind of pouting or whatever. And I remember Doogie was like, yo, Carlos, what's going on? Like, what's up, man? He's like, well, it wouldn't matter if I was mad anyway. And, like, turned away from us. <laughs> 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 this is the most thing I've ever heard. <laughs> And I just started busting up laughing. I couldn't even take him seriously. I was like, dude, do not pull that shit right now. Was he being serious? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, And then we started making fun of him more, and he's like, well, it's just like, you know, like, you guys have been really mean today. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. That's so bad. Such a drama queen. Uh And then we apologized, and it was fine, and whatever. And he never went on tour with us again. Uh, (laughs) That's so bad. I'm just kidding. Um, no, oh, but I can't touring. wait to make fun of him for this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carlos. Uh, don't apologize. It's a sign of weakness. Yeah, no, touring was fun. Um, met a lot of cool people, actually, the people that I'm re- reaching out to now to, to try and book their band again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I met, like, a lot of cool people out there. Where's the furthest uh, you've gone out? Um, we went... Usually our route went up through California, up through Oregon, Washington, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't stop in Man- Montana ever because we couldn't find something against Montana. No, we just couldn't find venues that would book oh. us. We tried, but it just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and then Utah, mm-hmm. Colorado, Missouri, mm-hmm. um, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. No, we had to drive through Oklahoma because oh. we couldn't find anything. Oh. There. But <laughs> yeah, I sang that. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So like we went. Out to Missouri. I guess that's the furthest. And we played in Kansas City. That was an interesting little show. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? Um, (laughs) The Midwest is still subtly racist, and we had a black guy in our band. (laughs) Well, at least in this part. It was like downtown. So like you would figure it'd be... Darius, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we had a black guy in our band. Darius. (laughs) And and so we got some weird comments, and um, he was like, I don't like this. And I was like, I don't like this either. That's crazy. And then I got some weird comments of, like, being a chick in a band, and they're like, for... For a girl, you're pretty good. Wait, <laughs> and I'm like, great, cool. Is Kansas thanks. City still stuck in like the like the 40s and stuff. I don't know, but this I mean, bar just was the, weird. The Midwest and the South kind just of like, are like classic yeah. Alabama. Yeah. yeah, and then we were on tour with Guts, and like their singer is also not white, so he was getting some weird stuff too. Really, like, that's so strange. Yeah, so it, it was just a kind of a weird place, and we didn't really want to be there. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like the the people who were in support were nice and everything, but then yeah. like there are those random oddball old men sitting in the corner wow. like hey <laughs> they all sound like that too That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. they reach like that hey they like wave their cane at me like, well, hey you there, little girl listen. come here 
Sit on Papa's lap. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> why, is ha- why is your hair pink? <laughs> like, no, oh, that was before dude. the pink hair days. Lady, you're scaring us. Yeah. That's so that's weird. It's like, no, Santa, please, no. Oh, God. <laughs> that brings up bad memories. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the worst memories. Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this podcast has gone off the rails. It sure has. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get on. There are no there. rails. Let's hop on another track. Um... Can we talk about Game of Thrones right now? Absolutely. You want to talk about it right away? Yeah. Let's do it, man. My favorite part. I literally actually just watched it this morning. This morning? I watched it again last night with oh, Christian, did? actually. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, do you want to watch it? Yeah. I was like, sure. <laughs> I think it was better than the first episode. What was the episode called again? Uh, something. Something important. Stormborn. Stormborn. Yes, Stormborn. Yeah. 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 Dragonstone, Stormborn. A lot yes. happened in this episode, man. Yes. A yes, a lot Let's of Let's start off with Danny talking about the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and then she interrogates Varys, and she's like, yo, bro, you on my team or not? I was wondering when that conversation was going to happen. Yeah. She's like, get Jon Snow over here so he can bend his knee. I'm like, that sounds awesome. (laughs) It's not going to happen, though. I think it was important that Danny got that out of the way with Varys, though. It's like, I can't have people backstabbing me when I'm in a foreign country. It's been a long time coming. She she seems like a very, like, good leader. Like, she's Mm -hmm. got her, like, crazy moments, but then she has, like, realistic underlying things that happen. You yeah. know, where she has those conversations with people where she's like, hey, Varys, what's your deal, huh? Yeah. I think so she's like, good on, like, a person-to-person level, mm-hmm. but in the big scope of things with the military, she has no fucking idea. Like, yeah. with what happened at the end of the episode, how, like, her entire naval fleet is gone. Yeah. And it's like, all right, Danny, like, what are you doing now? They also weren't anticipating Euron to be, like, where he was when he was. And mm-hmm. all that was that crazy. Stuff. So, like, that was, like, a total ambush. It's it's a little side. careless to me. Mm-hmm. What? <clears throat> what? That's what I'm saying. Like, Danny has no, like, idea of, like, oh, other people also probably have an army. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just going to sail down there and it's going to work. even, like, Yara and Theon, like, they're not dumb. Like, especially Yara. Like, how did she not anticipate something happening? Because she probably thought that Yaron was just going to the east to find them still. She didn't expect Yaron to go to King's Landing and then camp out that area. I still think she should have been more, like, on her guard and not getting Mm -hmm. a foreign invasion. (laughs) That line, I was like, come on. Uh, I cringe so Could we have done better? I think we could have. (laughs) People are saying, like, they just included that dumb scene so that way everyone would be happy when the sand snakes died. It's like, like, hey, this is why you don't like them, remember? Yeah, you don't like them, well, they're going to (laughs) die. Remember why they're super annoying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Oberyn was the only one that made sense from Dorne so far. He's the only one that's, like, done anything that you're like, hey, maybe Dorne isn't such a bad place. And then, like... That shit happened. Elia before Oberyn died, like before the Sand Snakes were introduced, and right. she was just there with him. Like, yeah. I yeah. liked her. I thought she yeah. was cool. Yeah, she was like a very strong female like downfall. character. And then went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Super crazy. Super stupid, too. Yeah. So stupid. But she's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like no, a lot of the wait. themes around mm-hmm. who? Elia? Oh. The mother and the... She was on the, the deck of the ship. No. Face oh, those down. Were the, those were the two daughters. Oh, sisters. Those, those yeah. oh, the mom... I sworn that was her, like, no. robe thing. Mm-hmm. The mom was. and the one of the daughters were taken captive. And I think Elrond yeah. yeah. took them so that Cersei could mm-hmm. torture them. Yeah, uh, suffering. You know, because Alaria was the one that killed Marcella. Well, she even, like, mm-hmm. said, said to, like, you know, just end it quick, like, you know, get it over with, kill us. And he's like, nah. Yeah, so, nope, like, you're coming with us. That's right. Yeah, so that's happening. I've noticed, like, they're trying to build up, like, the theme of, like, strong female characters, like, Danny yeah. and then Sansa. And, well, that whole room. Like, but they're all making really dumb mistakes now. Yeah. Like, it's happening one after the other. 
Well, Santa hasn't made a mistake this season. Let's just hope that she doesn't. Yeah. yeah. People are speculating that she's... I, I'm kind of buying into it as well that she might try and sleep with Littlefinger finally. So that way she can have the power over him for once. Mm -hmm. And, like, use him to, like, get his army, but then get rid of him. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool. Who, Santa? Yeah. Why well, I like she I would try that, but fail. I don't I think, think she's... No, I don't think... She, dude, she... Someone needs to throw her a bone. Like, she's <laughs> had, like, the, well, some of the worst luck in that family. Well, yeah. Arya not going dying. that way. And yeah. she has his dagger in the press release oh, yeah. for Entertainment Weekly, so I'm thinking I that maybe that. that happens, and then Arya catches wind, and she's like, ah, uh, no, you didn't, and then, like, kills the shit out of the little finger. <laughs> I really that's, know. that's kind of what I think is going to mm -hmm. happen. Dude, when Jon Snow, like, shoves him against the wall, is like, fine. It's I know, it's like, season. put him in his place. Yeah, but... <laughs> It's scary because the first season, episode two, Ned did that to Littlefinger. Mm -hmm. And from then on, that's when Littlefinger started conspiring against Ned and what mm -hmm. got him killed. So people were like, mm -hmm. well, yeah. shit. And they were very similar scenes. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. in the first season, he was talking to Ned about being in love with Catelyn, and then Ned was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, talking about Sansa, and John's like, shut up. And he did it in front of the Ned statue. Mm -hmm. So it's like... Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in... He, like, pushed him into Ned. All these callbacks to the first season. Yeah. I wonder if it's just, like, not just marrying it, but, like, almost, like, okay, this is how it was back then. Maybe you'll have a different could, outcome yeah. this Exactly, time? yeah, yeah. It's, like, just because, like, the father, or the son learns from the father. I've seen a lot of people speculating this is Littlefinger's last. I think so, too. Last Hoorah. Guy. I hope so. I hope I so, too, man. Like, like he's finger. added so much to the story, and, like, he's nah, caused so, much, so many problems, but, like, it's his time today. Well, yeah. one thing I've noticed about the way that they write the show is, like, if there's no bigger overarching story that's like very immediate in action mm -hmm. they die so like look at rob stark mm -hmm. like he had one mission and that was to like make peace with the phrase and then yeah. after that it was like go after the throne mm -hmm. so it was like okay well there's no like there's no in between there and then he died yeah and then like you know they do that pretty thoroughly throughout the season so i think like what is his mission right now yeah. Get the north. Kind of, yeah, it's like kind of absent. So I'm thinking that like he's on his way out. They're just like Yeah, like he served his purpose. Yeah. yeah he like brought he, the army to the north and then like Yeah, he like don't won need the battle you. of yeah. bastards for John and then like, I'd like to see Sansa like take over the veil, basically. The veil and the north or just the veil? The veil. Yeah. Like get Littlefinger's army and then kill him and then I don't know. She's like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I want to see her not be dumb. Like, Dude, um, I spent so long making her dumb, and now she's like getting stronger. And I'm like, well, okay, because she's continue this upward. Because she's an adult now. Like her dumb seasons was her when she was like 13 and 14. So mm -hmm. yeah, she's gonna be dumb. God, I hated her. Mm -hmm. I hated her. Then I was like, shut up. Every time she would talk, I was like, shut up. Stop talking. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Did you read the books? <laughs> No, I didn't. Oh, she's, like, ten times worse than the books. Mm -hmm. yeah. She Because there's chapters dedicated to where it's just her, and, like, you hear her thoughts and all that stuff. Oh, oh my God. I would have to put the book down and be like, no! <laughs> <There was, laughs> just no! Definitely moments. The audio books, how was that? Uh, what do you mean? Like, the, the voice actress... No, it was a guy. Oh, it was a guy? A guy did all the voices. Oh, that's so annoying. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cool. I don't really? know. He was... He, it was easy to tell who he was did, portraying. He didn't change his voice at all? <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, okay. That's like he made. He did a lot of voices, and so it was easy to tell who That's was talking. Really yeah. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> what was that one stupid post I saw on? I think Tumblr. It was like right, a guy's like doing recording an audio book session. Roy Detroit. And then he's like, it's like three hours of just nothing, like dead air. And then at the very end, he's like, "Oh, you wait, you want me to read it out loud?" <laughs> I forgot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> that would be me. 
<laughs> just breathing. Yeah, Roy the choice. He's apparently a big actor. I don't know. He's 94. Jesus. Wow. But yeah, uh, he did the first four audiobooks, and then someone did the fifth audiobook, and there was such an outcry about it, they had him come and read the entire fifth book, because they loved his voice acting that much. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, during the Sansa chapters, I would definitely like skip. Sansa and Sam and Brienne, I would always just skip. Really? Brienne? Brienne? Why? Her arc in the fourth book is dumb. But she's amazing. No, because she was just searching for Sansa, and she just said the same, like, couple lines over and over. Mm-hmm. It was just her and Pod, like, not knowing where to go. And just... <laughs> Bumping around, doing whatever. <sighs> it was infuriating, to say the least. Well, that was stupid. Do you guys think Danny's gonna make it this season? I've heard people saying they think she's gonna die. I think she might die. Danny? No. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't no. think so. I think, I think she's think gonna so. make it to the end, but I don't think she's gonna live at the end. At the, like, I think she's gonna make, it, she's gonna make it through the season, but I don't think she's gonna uh, win. It's too soon to kind of kill her. She's a big asset to the show, in a sense, too. Like, I think if they kill her right when she gets here, yeah. that'd be stupid. Like, that'd, that'd be like, how I met your mother. Well, like, what <laughs> other... Da- she didn't really have any dangers in the East. Like, no actual dangers so it would make sense she finally gets to Westeros and it's like oh yeah I'm not prepared and then she dies <laughs> whoops yeah I just I think she's gonna live through the season I don't think she's gonna be yeah the queen no whatever I don't know I mean I think that there's a good chance of that personally just cause like yeah. the, the whole like Targaryen thing that, that happens like so John is Targaryen Stark so he's got the north and he's got that whole dragon thing yeah and then <laughs> Like, if he meets Danny, which he's going to in the next episode, like, you see his face in the preview, and he's, like, kind of, like, overwhelmed with either the obsidian sitting, like, that, that she's sitting on, yeah. or uh, her beauty. Those are the two things that I think. And so he might, like, fall in love with her. And they also have, like, very similar stories as far as, like, lost their first love, like, were kind of, like, pushed out and, like, not really regarded as anything in their families, even though they were probably the best bet that any of them had. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, and they, well, she's got this drive for the throne, and John doesn't, which makes me think that John's going to be the one to get it. Yeah. Because, like, he's the humble. only character, <laughs> he, like, he's the only character that doesn't want it. Because he knows time. there's a much bigger issue. Exactly. Yeah, and he's, exactly. like, he doesn't care about that, the stupid throne. <laughs> because of that, he's going to be a better king, I think. And, like, sure, the people, yeah. like, he wins the people over in that sense. Mm-hmm. I just think um, she's going to try and make him bend the knee, and he's too prideful for that, mm-hmm. and it's going to cause issues. I think it's going to be, like, the Rob situation, where I think they were talking to Renly, and they were like, you can be the king, we want to have our own independence, but you can be the king. I think it's going to be kind of like that situation where he'll be like, do whatever you want, we want sovereignty, and we just want your help with but our problem. Yeah. But <laughs> Danny probably won't settle for that. She probably wants the entire mm-hmm. Westeros, because it's her right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what she, her entire character is about getting her birthright back. Yeah. So, But if they fall in love... I think John's too that's focused on, on like the bigger picture to even like think about. He might be like, "Yeah, she's cute, but like I don't want to die." <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like at the same time, uh, when Egret and like all them had him, he was like their prisoner, and he was still like, "Man, I love her." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Man, Gosh. she's a babe." No. <laughs> Man, when she got stabbed with the arrow, I was like, "Oh god, dang it, bro!" Dude, I know. What was the kid's name again? Ollie. Ollie. Oh, that little Ollie. sack of shit. I little hate Ollie. it. <laughs> Every time he comes on screen, I'm like, ah. Oh, bro, you ruined something good. <laughs> the best thing the show ever had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey, what do you think about uh, Theon uh, abandoning ship? Smart. Yeah, that smart. Was, dude, yeah. I saw that and like I was like, well, if I was in that situation, I'm gonna jump. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Then he jumped. As soon as like he was like looking at them, I was like, bro, jump, just yeah. jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got into like an argument with my coworkers at mm-hmm. work because they were like. Why? Why wouldn't he just try and fight? And I was like, "What do you mean? There's ten of them. Yeah, like, no. yeah, you're gonna yeah, die. Both of them. Exactly. Yeah. And like that would just kill Yara. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what that. he wanted him to do. Exactly. That without fail would mm-hmm. fail for <laughs> Theon. <laughs> so like, yeah. so jumping, like, he at least knows that there's a fifty-fifty mm-hmm. that she's alive or dead. Yeah. Theon yeah. takes one step towards him. He kills Yara. Someone kills Theon. Yeah. Done. done. He just wanted to see Theon watch Yara die. Yeah. And yeah. that's the only reason why he had Yara still there. Yeah. Well, then, like, everyone that was like, fuck Theon, he's a little wimp. Like, what? no! <laughs> no, he's smart. <laughs> well, for the first time in, like, his existence, like, man, he has, like, this decision to make. Like, mm-hmm. he's doing something for himself and not for others. And, I, I mean, but where is he going to go, though, do you think? Gendry's going to row on by. <laughs> right? I, Just, like, pull the board. That's, that's where he comes <laughs> back in, yeah. I saw it or not. <laughs> but people also noted... Like, he saw uh, Euron's men torturing the other people, and he had, like, flashbacks to Ramsey, and he was like, I can't, I can't do that. Ramsey's the third. (laughs) Well, yeah, it also showed that he's still not 100% okay, because, like... He's never going to be. Well, like, it seemed like, from the crowd perspective, like, that he was like, oh, perfectly fine, he's he's a Greyjoy again, he's, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling himself, Mm -hmm. he's Theon, and then, like... This happens, and he's like gets all shaky and weird, like he was with with the Boltons, and mm-hmm. then like yeah. that he jumped yeah. ship. So it's like he had like that PTSD thing that yeah. happened where he was like, duh. And I think he did. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> I think he did such a good job portraying it too, because like you could tell, like his entire like face like mm-hmm. shifted. Like as soon as the battle started, he was like, yeah, he's a great actor. Dude, yeah. Yeah. he looked ruthless. Like when he's getting into it, like the first few people he killed, and then he like that one shot of him turning around. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> like, badass, bro. <laughs> And then he jumped ship. I was like, okay, well, we'll recover. We'll <laughs> I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Just a stupid uh, meme of, um, it's like a, it's a picture of him. And it's like Finding Theon, but it's like the font from Finding Nemo. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just <laughs> him floating on the... It's just him floating on the... It's so stupid. I hate it. Um, and this is before I watched the episode. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I thought he was going to get like taken captive or something. No, oh, mm-hmm. not again. He'd probably kill himself God, before no, that. Dude, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. What else happened in the episode? Um, I feel like we missed something. Oh, um, hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Arya. why Arya went back. back. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. all right, really quick before you get into that like segment of the show, how crazy is like the editing of the show? Like, Dude, mm-hmm. so the good. The like, yeah, when they were from Jorah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. That, Dude, that, that was right. about to throw up. And Grey Worm and Miss Andy. Ooh, that was that awesome. Was, like, that that scene was good too. went on way too long. Yeah, it did. It, was, <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely long. did. Leave a little mystery. Especially because we watched with my parents. We should have cut right after she pulled the pants I was like, what happened? What'd they do? Kendall or not? But no, like, uh, when the, when um, Sam's, like, cutting off Captain Frenzo's scales and all that, and then he goes in for another stab, and then it's the pot pie, I was like, I was like, huh? I know, <laughs> I was like, oh! Oh, like, that is so gross. But this, this whole season's been, like, super weird. Like, so it's, good, it's, though. But anyways, um, so let's get on with the pot pie scene. You were going to say something about the weird sex scene? Oh, I just was like this the whole time, so, because your parents were over there, and I was uh, like, oh, <laughs> you were there, too? Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah we it were is a watching cringy. with his parents, It like, just... It was just too long. I was about time. Well, it's been too long before they finally made a move. I'm like, come on, man. The tension's yeah. there, bro. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. And he did. He got, he got this. <laughs> I'm not too into, like, the love stories 
the, the excessive graphic love scenes. Not yeah. even like the sex stuff. Like it's whatever. It's HBO. Oh, just it's just like the love stories. And mm-hmm. just, like I'm not emotionally attached because to them. You know, one of them is gonna die. And yeah, like Grey Worm yeah. is now going to die yeah. because yeah. of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fate, yeah. I'm more into like the politics of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh my, the scheming. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had good butts though. So yeah. I'm not complaining there. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. good butts on screen. Nice butt when you work on Game of Thrones. Dude, uh, but yeah, it was hard to, speaking of cringeworthy, it was hard to watch, like, when he's descaling. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, man. Like, he's that's, a, that went on way too long. Dude, he sounded like a dog. Yeah, Fantastic. Jorah's acting was so good. Like, yeah. Oh, he like, believed he was yeah. actually feeling yeah, that pain. the look in his eyes, like, yeah. when he looks up that one part, I was like, yeah. dude, I know. <laughs> his eyes just wincing yeah. in pain. Yeah, I hate Sam so much for that scene now, because, like, well, alright, here's my explanation. So, <laughs> when he's cutting his scales, oh, wait a minute, really quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when he's cutting his scales, like, Obviously, you can tell it hurts, you know, mm-hmm. um, friends him. And uh, he, as soon as he, like, makes any sort of noise, Sam stops what he's doing, and he's like, shh. I'm like, <laughs> no, just keep going. Then say, shh. Like, the band-aid. Yeah. Like, and he, and then he gets like, back into it. the poppy or something. Dude, he made it so much worse. He, 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 then he'd get back into it. He did, like, three times, like, bro, just. And he only had a little bit of rum. Like, yeah. you gotta give that man more rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Poppy. Yeah. Put oh, him out. That was, that was bad. That was hard to watch. I don't know. I... He looks so bad too. Like, awesome. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I was like, oh no. I think it'd be funny if he goes through all this and Jorah still just like dies from the that procedure. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. I feel like they wouldn't have done that if he did die, though. Like, they wouldn't have given you all of what they yeah. have for yeah. Jorah for I, the season. I feel like Jorah, if he does die, he'll probably end up like in a way like almost sacrificing himself. But, that's right. What is he going to do? I've heard like a random theory that people are getting like Mad Queen vibes from. Daenerys, and that yeah. he might end up yeah. killing her. Elena isn't helping. No. Because she was like, you're a dragon, be, be a, a dragon. Right, right. Which is... Uh, I don't know. I th- I'm worried that Danny is going to become like her father, but... Yeah, but someone said, like, that's what they're getting, and they think Jorah might be kept alive to kill her. Mm. To stop her from being like that. Yeah. But he's got six months. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> he's, got he's, got he's got at least the rest of the season. Probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be interesting. I've always liked Jorah. Yeah. Any idea of what might happen on the next episode? Uh, they're probably going to wait until the last ten minutes to show the John and Danny scene. Yeah, And it's going to be another cliffhanger, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Arya is going to make it a Winterfell, I bet. I hope. In the episode. And there's going to be a torture scene with Ilaria, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cersei's gonna love that. Hey, what about the wolf scene with the Arya? Dude. Nymeria. Okay. Yeah. I love that scene because... Oh, dude, like, I was like, that's Nymeria. It's happening. It's yeah, happening. Yeah. Like, she's coming back. Yeah. And then, like, when she did finally come back and the whole thing, like, it's not you. Yeah. Um, I was like, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. I then I read this article and it said, like, that that calls back to the first season where Ned's mm-hmm. like, oh, Arya, you're gonna, like, marry a, a lord and you're gonna, you know, be a nice little lady kind of thing. And she was like, that's not me. Uh, and so it was like that exact callback, callback where mm-hmm. her wolf doesn't want to have that, like, domestic life t- lifestyle mm-hmm. that yeah. she also did not want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nymeria was probably like, well, if I stay with you, I'll probably die, so bye. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also think that Nymeria's gonna, like, track Arya in a way, and so, like, when she's in trouble, just show up yeah, yeah. Yeah. and save her. And that's why they... Because that scene played a bit. I mean, it exactly. wasn't for nothing, you know? It yeah. Was something it was sure. like, oh yeah, remember, her wolf is still alive. Like, right, she right. still has a wolf somewhere. We had yeah. some money for some CG effects here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. And here's a dire wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. 
<laughs> when, when she showed up, she was like, holy... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a yeah, fully grown like, that wolf. That is a huge wolf, man. Because, <laughs> that's a freaking elephant wolf. Because Ghost was the runt of the yeah, litter. That's why, like, he looks like a regular a wolf. size wolf, yeah. It's like dire wolf. This was mm-hmm. yeah. And it's cool because in the books, Arya has a bunch of scenes where she dreams that she's a wolf mm-hmm. and she's running with her pack. Yeah. And so I think, like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is them trying to, like, get back to that storyline of like mm-hmm. Nymeria and her are connected. Yeah. And so when Arya is in danger, Nymeria is probably going to come through and right. save the day. I agree. Yeah. It was just a cool scene though. One of my favorites of this episode. Do you think Arya will make it to the end? I think so. She I'm getting nervous. I think she will. I'm getting nervous. I think she will. She has to. The people that I don't think will make it to the end, um, Daenerys for sure. Uh, Jesus, that, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> I like heard that. I had chicken and waffles last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> last night? It's one thirty. Yeah, last night. I feel it. I, feel it. I, I get burst the next day. Oh, geez, wow. You guys are weird. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm probably not gonna make it to the end because chicken and waffles. Uh, Daenerys will make it to the end. Jon Snow, oh, dude, it's like so on the fence, but like I feel like he is gonna make it. I think Arya will make it for sure. Jon Snow is gonna make it because he's already died. Yeah, and so there wouldn't be any emotional impact if he dies dude, again. He's like, yeah. you know, splitting image of like Jesus Christ, like coming back, finishing his work, long that. flowy hair, crazy, great abs, beautiful, great abs. That Jesus on the cross look. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, Ed Sheeran will make it to the end for sure. Oh Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's gonna um, sing the final song. Jamie's going down. Cersei's going down for sure. I think Jamie's gonna make it. I think he you think Jamie? I think he's gonna be the Queen Slayer. Yeah, he's gonna be the one that kills Cersei, and he's well, gonna make it. Well, to he the has end. to. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Fart. yeah. Oh. But I like what you guys said too about um, uh, Jorah killing uh, Daenerys too. Like that. Mm. That I feel like that would be a good seal. Possible. For that, you yeah. know, Whole relationship mm. between. Them. It'd be like an emotional like. Oh, dude, it's gonna hurt. Conflict for him because he loves he'll her, die but too. He know, yeah, yeah, he knows like. You're, you've lost your mind. I can't yeah. let you do this. Yeah, Whatever he, happens. He's, he's the one that cares about Danny the most, so he doesn't want her to become the Mad Queen. And so mm-hmm. he'll probably do it just out of love. Well, yeah. yeah, it's exactly out of love, too. Not out of like, mm-hmm. hate, resentment, or yeah. anything like that. It's yeah. just love like, strictly Tyrion out of love. Tyrion will make it to the end, I feel The like. most unexpected. Will he? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. There's this quality about I him. Don't that know. I just feel like he'll, he seems like he'd make it to the end. I just think that if they end up storming King's Landing or whatever, like, something's gonna happen there. I just think the purpose of the show is to, like, glorify, like, the bastards, the, like, the cripples, the... The lesser than The less... The people that aren't typically, like, the winners. Yeah. Like, I think that's the purpose of the show, and the theme of it is, like, the women are powerful, the cripples, the bastards, Mm -hmm. the broken men. Mm -hmm. Is that what the Tyrion line is from the first season? Something like that. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> Whatever he that's said to the John, theme of the yeah. show. What's, wait, Maybe. What, what, that sounds, what, say that again? Cripples, bastards, and broken things. That sounds like a badass pop punk song. I think the name of the episode <laughs> in the first Cripples, season. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's maybe talking to Bran, actually, in the first season. Mm. Oh, what about Bran? Dude. I think he'll make it. He's the three-eyed raven. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, he, wasn't, he didn't appear in this episode, so I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he says. He's got an interesting. I appeal to you, one bastard to another, for all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes. That's not. That's that referring to though. That's what John mentions. Yeah, yeah, but in the first season. Let me see. Sorry. The hound. (laughs) Torment just up there. (laughs) Because this is the free folk subreddit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I was like, what's happening up there? Why why is he there? In the first season. (laughs) 
Tyrion goes to see Bran after he finds out he finds out he can't walk anymore. Yeah. And Tyrion tries to express sympathy, but and then gives him the saddle, and they were all like, um, "Why would you do that?" And Tyrion said that he has a weakness for cripples, bastards, and broken things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was what he said to Bran, not John. He said it to John, but in reference oh, to Bran. Oh, okay. Like it was outside that when they were having like a feast. Right. And he was talking to John outside. Uh, right, he was like, right. why aren't you inside? He's like, I'm not really welcome. Yeah. And he was like, why would you give that to Bran? It's like, I have a, an, an affinity for... Yeah. Yeah. The line. I think that's, <laughs> the, I think that's the theme of the whole show. And yeah. The, the, the people that have these issues are going to make But at it. the same time, Game of Thrones isn't known for having the happy endings and stuff. I know. So I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't end the way we want it to. I know. But that's what I think. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think that... Uh, I've actually I have this theory that I, I just thought of the other day that I was like oh that would be really cool uh, about the dragons because I think one of the dragons is going to die I do too I have a, a theory as to which one it's going to be the Drogon? I no. think Viserion yes and so why I think that though is from the first season um, he always says don't wake the dragon don't wake the dragon and I think that it's going to be the undead dragon that gets awoken and mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a tie there because it's named after her brother right and it's yeah and it's him and it's the whole thing so yeah. I was like thinking about that and I was like oh my god how yeah. badass would that be <laughs> like, why would they go through the trouble of showing this giant crossbow that can kill a dragon right. if one of them isn't going to die Absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just figured it would be Drogon because he's the aggressive one and he's going to be the first one to like yeah. attack the city yeah. but I so. think Viserion <laughs> I think it's don't more wake yeah. the snake. Yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> the snake. Dude, that's pretty. Oh my god. I just want to see some more dragons, man. <laughs> CGI <laughs> is expensive. That's, I know. I feel like next season is going to be where the CGI they is. They probably just... didn't save their money. <laughs> <laughs> because like, it's going to be. a surplus, but we're saving it. Right, it's going to be all the White Walkers, all the dragons. They just need like, to. Yeah. Like, Truly. Oh, God. It's going to be a GoFundMe. Do you think... <laughs> I'll donate. I don't think... <laughs> yeah, dude, I would, too. I'll donate. What if one of the perks is, like, one of the teeth on the dragon, like, because it costs so much money, gets, like, oh it's names God. engraved on it, like, on the teeth. Like, they send you a dragon. If you, if you donate $1,000 or more, one of the perks... <laughs> Cool. You heard it here, creators donate. of Game of Thrones. Please, all my name on a team. Anybody who has any connection to them. That's so cool. I would donate for a quality battle. Mm-hmm. Dude, me too, yeah. Do you think there's going to be a big White Walker fight in Hell. this season? Yeah, yeah. This season. The Hound. The this Hound said that they're going to walk around the wall. Yeah, they're going like, to the in wall. In the entry, like, you can see the, the water on either side of the wall freezes over in the mm-hmm. entry credits. So I'm like, oh, shit, it's yeah. happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> what didn't John say that like they're probably gonna attack the eastmost castles first yeah. and they're gonna go from there? It's mm-hmm. like something by the sea, East Watch, East Watch, East Watch. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> I was gonna say Bridgeport, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> 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 Definitely not. Yo, uh, <laughs> well, uh, music. What are we talking about? Music. You said um, make them suffer. Just released an album. Did you listen to it? I listened to like two songs. Which songs? Uh, the very first song and then. Yeah. The second song, which was one of their Uncharted hits. Well, there was first movement and then Uncharted. Oh, bro. Um, I have the album right here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Make Them Suffer, this is uh, World Apart. <laughs> I didn't listen to Vortex, and I know we talked about that last time. Yes. But I did listen to it. Yeah. Uh, I listened to, yeah, Uncharted in the first movement, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? They're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly my cup of tea, but, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I dug it for what it was. Uh, um... I really actually like uh, the uh, the first movement. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's actually I mean I haven't listened to the whole album obviously, but 
uh, I thought solid choice for a first track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really brings you into it. Uh, hits you in the face with all like dude. Every instrument excels at what they do too. Yeah. So I really like that about it. Very progressive. And too. people were saying that even the vocalist like treats his voices mm-hmm. like the instrument yeah. with like the range he has, where he does like super highs and also he goes really low and like mm-hmm. changing the tempo at which he's speaking, singing, whatever. Yeah. It's just I think the album thematically is very different from their previous stuff and what they said it's a lot lighter mm. like there's some songs where, i've never listened to them before so yeah. yeah i don't know what, yeah it's just a very like very happy too. album kind mm. of mm. and even on the last song there's like a spoken word part oh, which just comes out of nowhere and it's like a minute long spoken <laughs> word thing what and that's tarnation? and that's what ends the album <laughs> yeah it's cool i don't know i thought you would like it because it's not as heavy as their previous work and i think there's a lot of different things going on with the song structure that you would like I think um, upon my second listening, uh, yeah, I could probably see myself getting into it more and more. It's more of like a slow burn for me kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At first, I'm like, wow, so good. Like, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm too easy to get into music when, like, it, like any, like, cheesy chorus or, like, mm-hmm. something, like, re- that normally pulls most listeners in. Yeah. It works on hooked. you. It works yeah. on me, yeah. yeah. But um, with stuff like this, too, it's like I like and I, I respectfully appreciate it. Um, but it does take me a couple of listens to kind of really get into it and really... Yeah. Um, Kind of uh, what's what I'm looking for. Appreciate yeah. what they're going for musically, yeah. thematically, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but yeah, it's cool. Um, I want to listen to Vortex. I'll probably listen to that on, on the way to my errands. That's might be my favorite song. Okay, you know? cool, cool. And then also another one, Dead Planes. That one's <clears throat> good. That one's really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, the their lead single is Fireworks, which it's not the lightest song, but it's one of the lightest songs on the album. Mm-hmm. You might like that as well. Okay, just because cool. it's again different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I just wanted to touch on it, because I think it's cool to see this band go from, like, one of the heaviest bands I listen to, to transitioning into a lighter sound, and doing good. Do you good. notice that that's, like, becoming more of a trend, though, with most yes. artists, anyways? Yeah. Whether it be they start light, try something different, or start heavy, and then end up Go lighter, lighter. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of, like, they're over... Not, like, over it, but, like... Yeah, I think it's because most uh, bands start at, like, 17, 18, and they're super angsty and want the heavy music, and then they grow up, and they're like, well, I'm bored of playing that. I want they, something or, challenging. Or they just want, not because they're angsty, but they just want what everyone else is doing, because, like, yeah. it notices. It's fun. That's what they like, and mm-hmm. then they kind of start finding a voice for themselves. Um, what was it? Uh, Panic at the Disco is a really good example. You know, they start off, like, super... You mean Brendan Urie? Oh, the well, band. now it's Brendan Urie, <laughs> but back then it was Panic at the Disco when they first emerged in the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, they're very radio play. That was their first show ever. Pop. Really? In fact. Mm-hmm. First show ever? Mm-hmm. Where was at this the at? alley. Where was this at? The <laughs> alley. It was at uh, Sahara and Cimarron. It was behind oh, wow. that family music center. That's oh, yeah, yeah. They used to do shows out the back of that thing. That's when I first started going to shows. And that was their first show? That was their first show. They so they that? So they label it. Um, I So they were... Brendan and uh, I believe Ryan were in a punk band before that, like yeah. very like Blink One Eighty Two esque, and they played shows all the time. Yeah, but once that broke up, then they started at, uh, doing Panic at the Disco, and their first show was at the Alley, and I was there. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really really cool. And then Pete Wentz picked them up, and then they went on the uh, yeah. Nintendo tour, <laughs> and then they came back and played some more shows at the Alley, and then blew up. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, even like back then too, like you can tell Brittany Nero, like he knew what he wanted, kind of like he didn't know what he wanted, but he knew like where he wanted to go. Totally. And now I think he's finally like achieved that. Like he's like, All right, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing now. He's even working on bro- uh, Broadway right now. Yeah, too. Kinky Boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. So, My boss so just cool. saw it, and I, I'm waiting for her to tell me about it. Oh, <laughs> that's really cool. Like, I mean, I, I just think like when you start off as a band the more you work at it the more you keep at it no matter what like you'll end up finding your own voice eventually you know mm-hmm. however long it takes right it's like even like Metallica too like even they were known for being like the thrash band back then yeah. in the 80s 90s and then 
they, they put out State Anger because and even like Load and Reload and all those albums like are so different from the earlier work yeah. because they're probably just like tired of like that's exactly it like yeah. you can only write the same music for 10 years yeah like even that is pushing it I think yeah. you, you want to change you want to be an artist that like evolves Absolutely. of course yeah. that's what I tell new Paramore fans mm. they're like well Paramore fans oh god yeah like Everybody's like, oh, the new Paramore, it sucks. It's nothing like yeah. All We Know Is Falling. And I'm like, you can't write the same album over, three or over, four or five or seven times. Like, yeah. it's just not going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot about Paramore because I heard it on the radio one time and I was like, mm-hmm. this is a <clears throat> pop song. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just a yeah. pop song. Well, I heard it when I was hanging with you guys, too. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, but it's good. This new album, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, musically, it's so mm-hmm. much better than, like, anything that they've released to date. They so. must really love when they, you know, hear from fans saying like that they support no matter what, and like they actually genuinely like mm-hmm. your new stuff that yeah. turn they just took. Especially like if they <clears throat> do a huge shift in sound, and people come out and say like, "This is my favorite album that you've mm-hmm. done." Like that has to really mm-hmm. justify mm-hmm. their decision. Well, already their self-titled was like already kind of heading that direction anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah. why this is such a big surprise to people? I'm mm-hmm. like. They're going to sound different. They lost their yeah. main songwriter from, like, their really big days mm. after Brand New Eyes. So right. anything after Brand New Eyes is going to sound profoundly different yeah. because yeah. their main songwriter switched. Who's it's a different person. in the band right now? Uh, it is Haley Williams, um, Taylor York, and uh, Zach Farrow. He actually yeah. came back, the original drummer. Right. He came back. Just the three still? Yep, just the yeah. three. Because mm-hmm. I know uh, Aaron Gillespie stopped touring with them yeah. once Under Oath started back up again. Yeah. And, I'm uh, glad. Dude. <laughs> you didn't like him? He's a jerk. Really? He is mean. No he way. is not nice. I, I've, I've met, met him. him a couple times, and both times I'm like, man, that dude just, ugh. When no. <laughs> I met him at the Rebirth Tour, he seems super, like, happy and glad to be there. That's weird. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Maybe he just wasn't he came happy. He my store once, and he was, like, yeah. talking shit about some dude that was in there, and I was like, man, you're oh mean, God. dude. No <laughs> like, way. Yeah. That's funny. That's so crazy. Um, and then the, the first time I met him... Uh, me. Yeah, he, <laughs> we were at this church. They almost played a secret show, and I was there. And um, he, like, I didn't want to talk about God with him, and so he was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, kid." And like, kind of like, <laughs> just no. gave me wait, a bunch wait, wait. of so comments. So talked to him, and then he was trying to like shift the conversation to like a yeah more holy conversation. Yeah, because like, like, well, he said something, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I just really like your music, and I think you're really talented, or whatever, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, all right." And get uh, lost. And like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Well, do you have a sharpie?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> so like, so he's like, "Well, go." Find one. Yeah, he's like, we'll Jeez, go find one. Damn, and he turned around crazy. and walked away, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, super weird. Very dweeby. That's crazy. But anyway, dweeby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to ask because I still have faith that he's probably a good person, but that's pretty... Was that's, he that's, good as a drummer, though? Oh, yeah, he's okay. fantastic as a drummer. I really, really like him as a drummer. Yeah. Um, I think he's really good at what he does, which is why I wanted to talk to him. And then I was like, man, what a bummer. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Two bad experiences, not just one. Like, yeah. Everybody has their off days, so I'm like, all right. If I meet twice you, in a row. Yeah, like, I'm just like, man, you're a jerk. Jake? <laughs> That's crazy. But, was uh, but yeah, he was just a touring member. And then, um, mm. yeah. The OG drummer came back. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they have Taylor York's brother as a live member. So both the guitar players are York brothers, mm-hmm. which is funny. Like a band of brothers oh, <laughs> in then, a bunch of different regards. <laughs> God, God dang it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Too soon? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, freaking, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I hate to bring up sad topics, but, um, you know, uh, uh, Linkin Park, you know, recently lost a member. Yeah, we forgot to mention that last week. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it, um, 
And uh, going on the topic of like switching up sound, you know, they recently they recently released their album One More Light, and uh, it got a lot of uh, they got a lot of flack. Yeah, they have been since the album before that, I think. Yeah, but this one, like, I think it just started presenting itself way more. Yeah. And I remember talking about it on the podcast, too. There was that interview that Chester... Um, oh, I remember heard. that. And then people were just, you know, like, or I think the interviewer asked him something along, along the lines of, like, you know, what do you think of all this backlash on your new album? Um, people yeah. want to hear more, like, hybrid theory. Yeah. And he's like, people need to, like, move the fuck on from hybrid yeah. theory. And everyone took that. I was like, whoa, hold on, bro. Yeah. Like, And even I was like, damn. Like, but, um, and that, and that kind of gets back in lieu of this topic, like, you know, people switch to their sound when need to be. I mean, they can't write the same album over and over and over again. Okay. So it's like, it's totally okay for them to do stuff like this. But even like looking at like their last performance with Chester and all that, it, which was really weird. They, they played at Hellfest and you don't picture, I mean, respectfully, you don't picture a band like Lincoln Park. Playing the current Lincoln called, Park. Yeah. <laughs> something they called Hellfest, you know? Right. So they're playing their new single heavy off the new album. And, uh, Man, you can hear the crowd just like talking over him and all that, and it's really sad, really okay. sad to know like what became of it now. But um, I mean, he still gave a really good performance though. Yeah. And you're listening to the lyrics, and it's like, oh, dude, like this mm-hmm. is. And I'm even just looking at the uh, the track listings too. I mean, some of the tracks are called "Nobody Can Save Me," "Good Goodbye," "Talking to Myself," you know, "I'm Sorry for Now," "Sharp Edges." It's like, yeah. oh man, like you know, now you're looking into it, it's like, wow, there really is like a lot. Um, it's 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 hard to like understand like, or it's hard to just accept the fact that like a lot of artists, um, you know, like Jesse Bankton and other singers, um, they're always surrounded by st- certain darkness and they always have to kind of mm. keep a, you know, a strong image. And, and uh, but I feel like the scene doesn't help because they always just try and mask it well, with like drugs yeah. or alcohol and things like that. Exactly, and uh, you know when you're when you have to like kind of talk to people about stuff like this through your music, it's like it's gonna be hard to be surrounded by that so much, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's so sad, man. <laughs> it's so it bums me out. But um, yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, just like Lincoln, Lincoln Park changed their sound too. It's like you know, I, I don't really listen to but, a lot of their new stuff. I mean, I think what was it? Uh, what was that song called? Um, what I've done. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to think Transformers, Transformers. The Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Minutes to midnight. That was Minutes the album. That was like the last uh, album I really like. You know, I was like, all right, this is good. And then that was, was the like, album I stopped listening Yeah, and that was it. I, d- I didn't like there. that album. You didn't like it? I, like, Bleed It Out, I think was on that album, yeah. right? And Give It Up. And No More Sorrow. I didn't know. No? It was just those two songs I mentioned. Give It Up, dude. Yeah. That his, song was good. His, his vocals <laughs> on that song was yeah. ridiculous, man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I gotta say. <laughs> you just wanted to bring the podcast down and then I, I leave said, it, hey, leave I said, it down. sorry to bring it down, but I want to talk about this for a second. We've gone through so many emotions on this podcast. <laughs> you know, we, we ask those hard hitting questions on this podcast. But um, yeah, any uh, other music related uh, topics you want to touch up on? We're gonna move over to movies. No. Dude. <laughs> All right. So no one's seen the Ed trailer, or you seen the Ed trailer? We have. Brendan okay, and I go, have. Go, go, go. You haven't. I have not. And you, will you watch it? Yeah, sure. Why not? You want to pull up right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it scary? Oh, it's so watch good. It the first it's time. creepy. It's so good. Oh, dude. Oh. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. Pass. Hard pass. Oh, nope. God. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a... Uh... Hard no for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the tagline for the movie, you're going to eat your pants. Like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> When does it come out? September, October. September, I think, late September. Hell yeah! Dude. My roommate was watching the original It the other night. It was on TV. Like, I really feel like the original Pennywise design was scarier to me. 
just because it looks so like maybe it's just like ingrained in my head as like, terrifying. Oh, yeah. But mm. this is just like oh, it's not a little like horror monster, but the original Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, I totally got you. I think this one's more. It's going for creepy, whereas I feel like the last one was just trying to be like outright terrifying. Yeah. And I think this one will play out better because they want to make it two movies. Mm-hmm. One when they're kids, one when they're adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it it's going to be better in the long run, mm-hmm. how they're setting it up. Right. Yeah. But I'm excited. Louise, what do you think? Uh, yeah. You're going to go watch I mean, the movies? I don't <laughs> see it. Yeah, probably not. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't really watch any scary movies. I think the last mm-hmm. scary movie I watched was uh, Insidious in my oh, own home. One. But I was drunk, so it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like Baba Duke, that wasn't even that scary to me. That's an LGBTQ movie. Oh yes, yes. uh, Yes. What was it? Baba work. (laughs) I have no idea what's happening. I just love that it became that just because it got put in the wrong category. Accidentally put the Baba Duke under the LGBTQ movies. (laughs) That's why I can't find it. Well, it became like this like gay icon for like a split second. Baba Duke is a gay icon. Yeah, like just just look up Baba Duke. Baba Duke is like the gay icon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call it. (laughs) It wasn't even that scary of a movie to me, but they just took every ounce of terror out of it with that. Fun fact (laughs) Baba takes a gay icon. (laughs) Well, uh, Cody wins this uh, chess match for this week. Welcome uh, back to the winner's circle. I think I had, like, what, the last two wins? Two or three, yeah. Damn. Damn, I'm going to get there, man. One day. Dude, it's so close. (laughs) It's always close. It's always, yeah, it's always close. It's always close. You can't avoid it. Does something happen when you get to three in a row? No. Uh, no, no, he's yeah. just getting close to right. surpassing so my The story uh, goes, okay, okay. Uh, Cody and I started playing chess. He taught me how to play chess. So I've always been about like 10 years behind because okay. I've been trying to get the hang of it. So now we're like... Equal. Well, almost. Like I have No, like, I mean like our skill level. Like we played so much, like yeah. we're mm-hmm. about the same. What I say? I have 78 wins. You have like 86 now. No, you're way off. You have like 75. I have 82, oh, I think. What? Oh, yeah. okay. So well, we're still about <laughs> seven or eight yeah. wins off. Yeah, right. So almost there. Which okay. is probably like... My goal for this game, like I think I'm going to quit the podcast when I either am equal or beat him. Like, So, we'll figure it out. Alright. Well, Louise, I know you gotta get to work, but thank yeah. you for making time out of your Dude, day thank you so much for having me. Hanging this out. was fun. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll have to have you come back on before. Yeah, that's <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> Can you tag me in that, please? I gotta... So or good. just message me. <laughs> or that's, that's just send it to me. That's, some, yeah. that's comedy right there. So. All right. Anyways, uh, we'll have to have you back on before Game of Thrones is over. Yeah, um, next it. week is the season finale for our podcast. Episode. We'll take a couple weeks off, yeah. and then we'll be back on before Game of Thrones ends. Yes. So I have a lot to talk about. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we do this thing on our podcast where you get the last word in. So whatever you want to say, you get to sign oh, us off before that. Oh, oh man. That? Go to our oh yeah Twitter Chess underscore talk Chess underscore talk Chess Talk Podcast dot com. Are you even stroke again? I think so. <laughs> and then iTunes, subscribe, do all that, rate us, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. subscribe and yeah, tell us yeah. what you like and don't like. All right, cool. And um, then yeah, last word. Yeah, go ahead and sign us uh, off. My band has a show at the Vinyl on August eleventh. Um, that's gonna be cool. It's a Slow to Surfaces reunion show. So it's us. Slow to surface, and then a DJ that I don't actually know their name, and I apologize if you're listening. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but um, but yes, we will be playing at the Vinyl on August 11th. Go check them out. Come hang out. Just Pino and the Vinyl Signs. Woo. Thank you, Louise. All right. Bye. <laughs>